This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey there, hi there, ho there, and welcome to another episode of the Star Wars Minute. It's your daily podcast where we analyze, we scrutinize, and we celebrate for the last time Solo, a Star Wars party, now available on digital and Blu-ray, one minute at a time. I'm Alex Robinson from alexrobinson.fun. And I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. And uh, this is it. We're talking about minute 135 of Solo. Uh, It starts off with a uh, tribute to line producer... Fabio, Fabio Misimo, sorry, Fabio Massimo Delorco. I don't, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. I apologize. Fabio, Mi, Fabio, Mi, just, Fabio okay. Massimo. Just okay. Uh, and anyway, it ends a minute later with appropriately the endless black void that awaits us all. Yeah. As all these movies do. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said... We had no Pete's in this uh, minute. We finished him out last minute. Pete free. Uh, so all I had, I had uh, the, the, I wanted to segue one into the other here. But did you, did you have anything in, uh, standing out? Anything you wanted to jump in with? Why don't you go first? Uh, well, the only thing I, uh, I noticed that it was approved by the American Humane which is an organization right. that uh, does move, you know, saying no animals were harmed in the in the making of this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was off the top of my head, I was trying to think of, like, are there any animals in this film? And I guess there's those Karelian hounds. Yeah, the Karelian hounds. Which we learned are kind of like just dogs wearing puppet costumes and stuff. Uh, apparently, American Humane does 70% of known a- known animal action in film and TV. Mm. Uh, in, in over t- 2,000 productions uh, annually. And uh, I looked up, you know, they have a list of all the movies they've done. And uh, it was curious because they list The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker and Solo. The Last Jedi and Rogue One, not American mm. Humane approved, which is, I thought was kind of uh, odd. Now, do do movies that don't have animals in them, that don't use any animals, do they still run oh, that? That's a good question. 
Yeah. Because maybe there weren't any real animals. Well, last Jedi had puffins out the wazoo, but they were oh, yeah. digitally redone. They weren't kind of caged and, and, you know, they weren't performing animals. I wonder. They were just kind of in the background and stuff. Yeah. And I'm assuming the ones that were up close were just puppets and, and yeah. digital yeah, recreations. Yeah. Like, I don't think they got a real puffin to stand there and play with no. a lightsaber. No, no, no. That's a good question. Uh, mm. Well, depressingly, as I looked into it and, and people were saying the American humane is not quite as a, uh, yeah, wasn't there a thing foolproof as you, as you might think, like they, you know, I think they, they were uh, accused of uh, taking bribes a while back. Yeah. It basically seems like it's not quite as much of a, you know, protection as you might hope for, but better mm. than nothing, I guess. Um, well, yeah, I think it <laughs> It's like we're just we're we're not going to run this horse off the cliff. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was pretty much the only note I had uh, regarding the credits for this particular minute. Did you have other things you wanted to? Um... Well, I had a. Um, oh, do you have any other? Did you have a any bits or anything you wanted to go into? Because I might mine well, kind of segues from. There's a credit. That's uh, with special thanks to the patient and generous families of the cast and crew. Okay. Which I would imagine with that extra uh, hits home, uh, ex- a little bit extra for the everybody involved with the production that went kind of off the rails a little bit. Reshoots. Yeah. Et cetera. And uh, so I'm sure that that took a lot out of them. But then also I wanted to segue that into thanking everybody uh, from this season. Yes, our guest commentator, as you mean. Yes. Um, and wanted, starting with, uh, he was just texting me in the green room before the show started. Mr. Tony Thaxton. Forgot he was leader. our first guest this, this yeah. season. Um, like a long time ago. Long time. Um, followed by another longtime favorite, Josh Flanagan, Chrysanthi Tan, Crystal Beth, Ken Plume. Lacey Gillerin, new to the show. Heather Antos. Um, our friends from the George Lucas talk show. Uh, this year, this season, we had uh, Patrick Cotner and Connor Ratliff. Uh, our, our friends from Hello from the Magic Tavern. This year, we had uh, Matt Young and Arnie Niekamp. Hmm. Riley Silverman. Uh, our friends from Star Wars Explained. Molly and Alex Damon. Uh, Chris Radke, speaking of uh, last name people. <laughs> Speaking of people with last names, uh, Joseph Scrimshaw, Jordan D. White, Tony Consiglio, uh, Susan Tekla Kruglinska, Joe Dater, the, the comedy stylings of Asterios Kokonos and Ralph Atanasia. Uh, Ralph Stereos reunited. Yeah, the Ralph Stereos, uh, uh, they, said they, they said we couldn't do it, mm-hmm. but we tricked them. Uh, Tim Barnes, Jeff May, John Mathot, Alphabetical, that's John Skripik and Adam Santiago, um, are all-stars from this past uh, season, just a couple of weeks ago. John Kavalik, of course, uh, Brandon Wayne Nerdy, uh, Todd Alcott, Greg Iwinski, and uh, Catherine Coldiron, Greg Wyshynski. We had Greg Iwinski and Greg Wyshynski this season. We need one more, I think. To, we, we have we need to team a, those guys yeah, up. Yeah, we got to. Um, and then, uh, just, just in the past uh, couple of weeks, Stuart Wellington and of course, uh, Andy Robinson and Ella Moran. Um, and so wanted to thank everybody, um, for their appearances, for sticking with the show. 
want to thank uh, well, i already thanked ella for being on the show but let's also thank ella and, and your lovely wife Kristen, for uh helping support the show keeping everything going for so long um and bearing with us as we wrap up our 10th movie in our ninth year crazy man crazy. of doing this we should also probably extend a thank you to our beloved patreons who absolutely uh, stuck with us during all these economic hard times see your support means so much to us and we're really glad uh you guys and gals and others are uh sticking with us so thanks very much for all that support yeah and we could not literally could not have done all this without you we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our patreon supporters so thank you one and all so uh in retrospect uh how do you feel about solo a star wars story um it's good i don't know I, I i i go with the flow with people like if i'm you know let's say i'm talking about what i'm doing i'm like hey we do a star wars podcast or we do oh what movie are you on oh solo and people are like oh that's you know that, that was kind of a stinker i'm like yeah it's, yeah but if people are just you know love it then i'm like yeah it's good like i i, I don't I, I think it holds up as just a fun adventure in star wars land for two hours for 136 minutes 135 minutes rather um i think the last seven minutes or so were a little slow that's true yeah the last seven and a half minutes was a little bit i you know if i wanted to read i'd go to school um <laughs> but are you uh, gonna read i think so i don't know um but yeah yeah overall i it, it it's good it definitely will benefit from uh time will benefit this movie because it won't have the weight of expectations on it and it'll just be around as a uh as a uh as a goofy fun adventure that it is what do you what do you think how did you uh how did you feel coming in how do you feel going out uh going in i think i i feel like i placed it towards the bottom of my rankings mm. um i feel like i enjoyed it a bit more i mean i feel like whenever we do our little our little comedy show here mm. it always makes me appreciate the movie more because now it's not just the movie but now i associate it with all the funny things and and stuff that we have talked about so it always increases my enjoyment of the films mm -hmm. um I think it's a, it's like a, you know, competent, uh, adventure film, like not, <laughs> not particularly, it doesn't really hit two big highs or sink to two lows. It's like, it's very, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's pretty straight down the middle. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, th there are worse ways to kill two hours, but, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the way I feel about it. You're going to blurb you on the box there. That's going to be your pull quote. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, it was. Uh, it's fun. I don't yeah. think the things that um, the things that people complain about, like Alden Ehrenreich not being a Harrison Ford. I feel like that's not the that's not the um, the things I would beef right. about the movie. Those aren't the problems. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the problems are more the kind of connect the dots feeling where it's like, Oh, they felt like they had to incorporate every single, they had to explain where, how everything happened to Han Solo that got him to where he was. And, uh, you know, I of course was holding out for my, for cannonball run, 
mm-hmm. more just a kind of more fun romp than uh, than than an origin film with an emotional core to it. But um, you know, for for what it was, I thought it was a pretty good job. Yeah. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, well, I guess if there's unless there's anything else you wanted to say about uh, the film. I guess we have uh, people can look forward to the rise of Skywalker coming up next. Pete and yeah. Alex will return in the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, in 2023. It seems like the future. I mean, it, it is. It is the future. Yes. Yeah. But seems like the far future. Yeah. Um, well, I guess then, Pete, I want to thank you for uh, yeah. for being the co-host of the show. Well, as well. I would. Thank you for continuing to uh, put up with this and do it and have fun with it and uh, your all your work on uh, your excellent designs and all the behind the scenes stuff that you do. So um, thanks. Thanks for making it fun. And uh, I guess this is our last chance for plugs. Of course, I would have to plug our Patreon because mm-hmm. uh, if you want to keep listening to us talk about Star Wars and other pop cultural junk, Go to StarWarsMinute.com slash Patreon. There we are continuing with our pop culture chain for the moment before our coverage of Andor will begin whenever that show is scheduled to be on. So um, you can go to StarWarsMinute.com slash Patreon for that. And um, I guess other than that, we'll see you next season on the next Star Star Wars Wars Minute. Minute. Bye, everybody.